I hit record, but you fuck, you crunchy motherfucker. Something is killing the children. Wow, <laughs> that's the intro. <laughs> After all of that lead up, that's what you're giving the people. Some, there's, yeah. no, there's, no, there's no lead up. I'm just... Yeah, no, but you have to leave in some of that like crunch, crunch chewing as like we waited. <laughs> for your big delivery of something is killing <laughs> let's do it something is killing the children something is killing the children uh, the, uh, the angel of archers like could there be a longer title so the the book yeah something is killing the children yes. and then the first arc is the angel of archers peak stat boy I dare you to find us a longer title of a comic to read long fucking title Written by James Tinian, uh, fourth artist, Werther Deladera. And it's a boom. It's I think it's our first boom, boom no, studio. No, no, love well. the Miguel Metro. Yes, him too. There you go. Come on. Three, three, three names. Of the... Yeah, I just probably the cover artist or the anger. But yeah, what what I appreciate about this book is how straightforward it is from the title to <laughs> the character names to, in this book, there is something killing the children. Yeah, and they don't pull any punches with those children in, like, the first five pages again. Fuck, fuck off. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck me. Like, they're just going for the children, which is the shit that they would be talking about with other, like, friends. Like, I appreciate kind of the tone of each character group because they all talk to, like, their age. Did you talk about that when you were talking? Talking down to specific characters, and that works to their detriment. So, like... Um, I appreciated all the different relationships that you got in a small town where essentially all the kids are just getting kidnapped and killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like you said, small town, and there's a monster that's around killing kids. And that they don't know yet. Like, that's, that's the cool yeah. thing about the read. Like, we slowly get to discover what only, I guess, James? Is James the... The kid, the, yeah. Isn't James the fucking bully dude? You talking about Tommy? Tommy, my bad. Okay, Tommy's, so yeah. Tommy's the guy from the diner. The, again, the, the audience is basically following along James with James. Is the, yeah. As he kind of unfolds to what, what happened that night. Because it's a crazy night, right? Like, talk oh, about yeah. the work. Um, it starts off in, like, monochromatic blues and, like, blacks. Like, so you get the feel of, like, it's just a fun sleepover and they're just watching the TV. And then it goes straight to, like, a stark white interrogation room where James is trying to, like, piece back what happened to his friends. Yeah. Because he witnessed them, well, like, let me just, I'll, I can run through the, just the main characters. Like, James, he witnesses his group of friends being slaughtered by a giant monster. So that's that's why he's all fucked up. Yeah, uh, he's a little bent out of shape. Yeah, I can imagine, like, it's pretty graphic, too. <laughs> but um, he witnessed that. Then there's Erica Slaughter, who comes in. She's ruthless, like kind of like a straight, strictly business monster hunter. She's uh, like a beefed up uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, that's a good way to put which it. Actually, is, yeah, it's like cool. She just shows up to the town and she's like, "Where is it?" <laughs> and she's she's not she's not like mean. She's just very blunt and she doesn't have time to waste. Like, she yeah, that's a exactly job it, yeah. that I'm pretty sure half the people don't believe she has. And yeah. the fact that like as soon as she makes it into the diner, I know we didn't get into James yet, but like. Tommy. They already start pressing her for like, who the fuck is this outsider, right? Like, it's such a small knit town that anyone new, like, uh, among killing of kids, is going to get looked at a little differently and cockhead. Yeah, and then there's Tommy, who's uh, he works at the at like a uh, Applebee's or whatever, and he his sister died, so and his mother he lives he lives in a kind of weird situation because his sister's dead and his mother's a bit of a basket case, 
and he's the manager at Apple, sorry, Apple Beans. That's what it is. And he, <laughs> he kind of gets tangled up with Erica when she uses his store as like a, not a stakeout, but as like a, a temporary HQ just to kind of plot how she's going to get these monsters. And he kind of connects it to maybe she's knows something about my missing sister type thing. Yeah, there, there's a quick relationship between um, Erica and James, which is basically this is like James's only like friend who believes like potentially that there's something going on. She's got to like pull as much information as possible. Like she's a fish out of water. She goes town to town. So like to not only explain the story of like what she does, but to like get those kids to trust her to tell her what the story is. Cause like James has been freaking out since we get intro to that character on what happened to him. Like, again, we talk about graphic, like amazing kind of color palettes. Cause they do a lot of, blues with like stark reds when they they show the monster and obviously the death and it's fucking like it it punctuates it more because it's such a crazy version of gore yeah from back lack of better uh explaining but like, like you enjoy it which is weird like you shouldn't be enjoying like kids getting mutilated and like strung through the woods but because the artwork is so drastic and like visually interesting, like you, you just keep reading panel by panel. You're like, damn, damn, and then you see what the 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 beast octopus is. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It's uh, it's very to the point. It's very because even the even the stories themselves, like this is five issues, but they're like seventeen pages of pop. So <sighs> yeah, it, it moves smoothly, which helps to the 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 preemptive that we gave it. Like you can run through this entire story in basically a night if you wanted to. Easily. You you really believe in with the characters and how they're moving through, but the fact that it doesn't they don't waste a lot of time like setting up exposition or beats. Like there's a monster, it's killing people. Finally the the Buffy, the vampire slayer to come kill that monster has shown up. Let's go get to that. Now the the, the twist here is that only kids can see the monster. Kids Which is amazing. And, and Erica. Like adults can't see it because they they what was it she was talking about? There's a difference between believing and knowing. And you is that what it was? It was believing and knowing, right? Like kids... pretty much, and I like that there was like basically just a faith yes. conversation there, yeah. and uh, the fact that the innocence of a child to like see what adults would think is just an imaginary whatever monster um, is such a like fun dynamic because we've all grown up being at one time kids who like thought you saw a whole bunch of things that you didn't see. And then you've grown to into the kind of skeptical adult to be like, well, they're just a kid, right? So to see that kind of angle flipped and follow the kid again to be like, well, this is real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's got, Rebecca's got that crazy eye that can help her see it. What's cool about her too is that she comes from like a, you get a kind of uh, uh, a taste of like the order she comes from, that house of slaughter that they call it. Yeah, you get one panel where you get to see all of them masked up. And she wears like a badass kind of like mask when she goes monster hunting. But they yeah. Have- the crazy i guess teeth or like smiles on it so you get a one panel of just all these like top old dudes around the table with the masks on that you like that's pretty much who's giving her her orders yeah it's really cool so there's a whole order and and i'm, I'm assuming she's not the only uh, missionary black Mon- yeah, yeah hunter that they send out but they seem pretty small and they're very um tight-knit because they send her handler out after her too when she's not getting the job done fast enough right and there's got to be so much about like the belief and like the sight of what's actually occurring right like if a large portion of the population can't see these invisible monsters it's this small group of fucking uh like slayers 
that have to like buy into this whole belief of like, no, no, it's real. Um, <laughs> we got to take care of this. And then we don't even understand to what level like this connection is too. Right. So it's really cool. Yeah. Actually, I, I wrote down the quote about the believing and stuff. Uh, it's when Eric is talking to um, James and he asks like what monsters are. And she's like, he's like, but I know they aren't real. She's like, knowing is different than believing. You know, they aren't real, but you don't actually believe it. Like when you hear twigs snapping in the woods, because you're a kid, your brain isn't fully cooked yet. Which is amazing. It like, kind of tells you everything you need to know about that character and what they're going to be going through in the series. And why they can, like you said, they have the, the faith or the belief in why they can see the monsters and and um, adults can't. Right. What did, what did you think of Erica's weapon of choice? Big, the big blade? Yeah, she's got like, like a half machete kind of thing, like a saw yeah. kind of sword dagger. Yeah. But it's pretty like epic in size. Yeah. What's your? Uh... It's sick, man. I loved it. It was just she could easily just have like a gun, right? <laughs> like a big gun. But no, she likes to. She has that big ass blade that. Or they could have overdone it. She could have like a giant sword, right? Oh, like, like Cloud from Final Fantasy. Yeah, like, just kind of show up. Sword? Like, yeah. well, she's a little out of place with that giant sword she's wielding, right? Like it's small enough that she can hide it, but uh, big enough that. Like if she pulls it out, you're you're fucking scared. Which kind of happens in the diner, right? Like James starts pushing up on her, and knocks out kind of this big sword, and then there's this big blow up between like, who are you? And yeah. she's, who, who the fuck? Like, do you think I am? Like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I'm a monster hunter, but like she doesn't say it. Because normal ass people don't walk around with that fucking type of weapon. I mean, some places in the south, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I what I like about this too is that it's it's a fucking dark and and twisted story, but there's actually there's some quite a few funny parts in this too. Yeah, yeah like, it doesn't shy away from heart or like kind of realer connections that you didn't think were going to happen earlier on in kind of the issues. James has to sit down with uh, it's either the vice principal or the principal. Yeah. And the back and forth between the two, just basically like yeah, like shit's fucked up. Like, um, dude doesn't know left from right of like if James did it or didn't do or what he saw, but the fact that an altercation with another kid, like he was happy that James like stood up for himself and wish he kind of like knocked him out too. Right. So yeah. Like a bully. Yeah. He meets like a bully or whatever. He, he is bullied at some point. That's right. Uh, yeah. I w- Good. Uh, I was just gonna say, you feel for James, like you follow with him when you start peeling back the layers of what actually happened to him. The fact that like, he's one of the last kids, like this has been happening for a while. Yeah. And the fact that like he's the next one up the bat, he's got to take all this like bullshit on top of it. Um, it's it's nuts. I don't know his friends were like literally ripped in half in front of. Him. <laughs> and he's just screaming and crying. Like, what do you do with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, exactly. I don't know what else. He actually is likable too. Sometimes I don't really like the. I'm not. I don't always um, attach to like the the vulnerable and hurt characters and stories. But right. his is like his makes total sense. Like, imagine that being a kid that age and like literally your friend is torn in front of you and it's cool it's a little art like growing some balls like he really wants to like join in to like the hunt and kind That's of right. help along with erica what's happening she's in the beginning kind of um hesitant of bringing him in but again he's so like i need to do something right like you're the only one that believes me like let me help like, these are my friends right so like there's a nice little growth there that happens fairly fast yeah again yeah, th- this comic moves so fast they don't really waste time with like it took him six issues before he grew some balls and it's like wanted to fight back by the second you know, issue you, like yeah. how do i help you're right that's probably that's probably why i don't hate him like i hate other 
characters in his situation. Same with the sheriff, right? Like the there's a sheriff Joseph Cavanaugh who's who's kind of like he's he's a bit of a I'm getting too old for this shit type of guy, but he his his dialogues his dialogue with um, Erica is hilarious. A lot of them, right. like when he he's identifying her and she's got like the driver's license is not even laminated. It's like <laughs> it's it's like made of paper. He's like, is this even your real name, Erica Slaughter? But is he she, is he like his gun butt too by uh, Tommy? That's the other cop. That's okay. uh, that's the cop, John Officer John Richards. The, the so sheriff is the guy with the mustache. Like um, liking the sheriff, that other cop is the one that you don't like. So it's funny when like bullshit stuff happens to him. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's cool? But what's cool about the sheriff guy with the mustache is that he kind of he's open to ideas. Like he doesn't know what's going on in this town. He's like there's some, some fucked up shit going on. And Erica's like, yeah, he's, well, he sees some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he sees some shit. But she's like, oh yeah, she, I. She eventually tells him like there's something you don't understand happening here right. like there's a there's a thing killing, and he's kind of like ah uh, okay <laughs> like he's not like you know and a lot of times in, in books or movies he'll fight that so much even against better judgment like what what then if you can't explain it what do you think it is type yeah type he, just, thing, right? he needs to be an obstacle but in this case he actually has some sense and logic to him he's like all right like if you have a plausible idea of like what went down i'll listen to it which is yeah it's it's refreshing yeah and for the dynamic of it happening in a small town is like really cool you would assume that it'd be just like a, a bumpkin they'd be like no that doesn't happen in our town here yeah that's that's yeah. that's the typical that's how it usually <laughs> go and that goes on for that'll go on for issues and issues like, okay <laughs> just listen man we get it i know it's hard to just can you just fucking go with it but i think she proves herself by kind of expressing like she's got some good um or some decent sleuthing skills herself and how she connects people and she knows some things that make sense and the sheriff's like, like i mean at no fucked, point but... you get to ever see her second eye so that one eye is fairly intimidating when she talks to anybody yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's right very strategically like i gotta look at that like <laughs> yeah. it's huge like it like they pulled out punches with like kind of um uh exaggerations on faces uh like for james like they really play into his glasses like he's this nerdy guy but there's certain like reflections where you get to see his eyes mm -hmm. um for erica it's definitely that specific eye um it holds a lot of truth in there are great moments like when she gets that inanimate carbon rod <laughs> to go hunt the monster that's right and, and lights up the whole cave in green like even the eye kind of shines even brighter so i don't know what it fully is but it's it's like you're always drawn to it like she's that much more memorable what did you think of her um, octopus companion, the little plush um, toy? I thought it was cool because it was just like a way to like soften her up and kind of make her like she seems so sane and normal with assessing like the crazy situation she's in. So the fact that there's something that kind of like unbalances her, like makes her more relatable as opposed to her just being like completely like in the know. Yeah, like just militant and like ready to like solve the problem. It's just like, like, what's your breaking point? Like, everyone needs like kind of a flaw for them to seem more relatable. And hers mm -hmm. is <laughs> probably a cool stuff like toy if they ever marketed it, right? Like it's like a sock puppet hand kind of glove thing. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, what do you think it is? Like, I, I, I always thought it was like a hand because it just reminded me of thing. If like it thing wore a glove. Oh that's yeah. <laughs> And it's always kind of sitting up that way, right? Like fingers down and then like a uh, palm pressed up. I can see how it could be like a octopus as well, but. That's a, I just took it as an octopus, but I mean, like, what do you think? Like, is it like an old, I don't, it's, it's, 
because they don't well, tell like, you much about the house of slaughter so is it is it like a past hunter or is it yeah. like a reformed monster or that's what you're gonna say like like how is what's the connection to yeah. thing or like it's a conscious i don't know like i i'd love it to be some sort of like obi-wan who kind of teaches her shit along the way like um, an old hunter that got turned into it not necessarily old hunter but just like someone who just understands maybe that plane of monster it could be like another monster that understands like oh these are the bad guys of my world so yeah let me help you even it up. Um, it'd be That's cool if it was a fucking teacher or like a next hunter, but we were to get that crazy cool table of all the Supreme fucking uh, hunters. I like, uh, I, I wonder or wish that they kind of get activated in some sort of way. That's right. Cause she, she, um she smashes, like she makes no smashes. She makes, she gives, uh, what's his name? Tommy, like the sight. Right. And that's yeah. that's what triggers them, and they're kind of all the. That's when you see the panel of the everybody around the table, and they all have they all have their own plush animals too, like a teddy bear and a giraffe and shit. Yeah. So it's something personal, right? Like it's this, for lack of better uh, metaphor, it's like reboot uh, and glitch. Like yeah. Bottle has that little just computer that oh, it's just for me, paired for me, my like kind of link. Yeah. It's awesome that these guys have one too, and the fact that it's kind of like plush animals leads into the al- the alternate name of this title or this um, comic series monsters inc which <laughs> that's right yeah you thought that message should have been called monsters inc <laughs> i mean it, essentially they're just literally picking on children again which is whole monsters inc right they just want either their fear or their their bones i guess what, they just eat them basically right like they slaughter them in this or in the in the in the disney movie <laughs> no no in this in this in right? this yeah they they eat them and they feed their offspring with dead kids <laughs> which is kind of the the fun lead into i don't know about fun but like they go so quick to get to the cave where she's hunting the monster so when she starts finding like these little kids like i think it's like bian mm-hmm. someone that like didn't even know was like missing right like she has like a missing list and bian wasn't even on it um, yeah which is crazy very crazy and then the fact that that's how um tommy gets his kind of 180 and like hero run he, like he takes a whole bunch of little kids up out of the cave right and saves them from getting nested on mm-hmm. and that i don't know like that's it's cool it's it's like i said like i said at the top i, I love how straightforward it is i love how this, like the dialogue is nice and snappy characters are interesting They're Quick not... pace and like because the artwork and coloring goes so quick from like stark whites or like cool blacks to just like splashes of colors like they could have done the same thing with the cave but they found a way to go from like blues and reds to like greens and reds which is super interesting um and again like it just always presses on to the next the next the next the next yeah and it's, it's not every like we we read a lot of books obviously and not every book has to be fucking 35 pages and explosive plots and this that no, this is just like every dialogue and exposition and yeah backgrounds we barely know any backgrounds other than Tommy was at a sleepover in Monsters Game. James had a sister who's gone, and Erica's of this Slayer that showed up to town. Yeah, we get yeah we get a little pinch of where she comes from and how um, how tight her I don't know what you call it cult or group is or yeah, order I, I, is. I want to go with Cabal. I just go with the opposite. There Either you go. Illuminati or a Cabal. Cabal, and yeah, that works. It, it again. I think the best part of this read is gonna like when they start pulling back those layers because you yeah. assume that something's going to happen with that table like whether or not she gets pulled into it or they get pulled out I like you could 
you could assume, you could speculate, but I think the read would get you there so fast that would be probably rewarding as well. Unless you like, fuck it up, right? So I think but... it's a, yeah, well, they, it's, that's possible. I think they're up to, I've read a couple past this because I, I really enjoyed it. I think they're up to about a dozen issues now or close yeah. to. Uh, I read, yeah, I read a few past this and boom. It's hard. Like, it's not going to get a nah. No. It's like, so we're looking for reasons that they would fuck it up. <laughs> um, as long as they just keep, though, no, that yeah. they keep it streamlined, keep it simple, it'll be fine. But yeah, I do want to know more, more about the House of Slaughter for sure. Yeah. Cause that's cool. And she doesn't seem that popular with them either. Erica. Well, like she's out in the field, right? Like how popular are you with the fucking upper management? Fair enough. She, especially when you're doing things your way. You're doing things not your way, but you're doing things however you need to best survive. Right. Like we didn't even talk about it. Her opening scene, it goes from James in the uh, interrogation room to like her in the field. Like she's just finished like slaughtering a monster. Like she's all bloodied and walking with her. Oh, that's right. She means a little girl, right? Half played, yeah. And tiny girl, right? And you're like, oh, this is, this is Erica. <laughs> that's what Erica does, right? So. Yeah, she's badass. Yeah, super smooth with getting me into it and just letting me run with it right mm. i feel other properties would have spent too much time explaining like james's backstory or like the lore of the monster i don't care right it, it's something is killing the children yeah right? we don't yeah it, it's it's, the mis- <laughs> it's monsters keep going like that's all I yeah the, the mystery kind of keeps it more interesting too it's like i don't know where this thing came from but it's like you said it's killing the fucking children so and it, it doesn't even have to be a mystery. It's just that's the facts of this world right now. Like, right. It's a small town and there's monsters that live in the woods. Fuck. <laughs> it's, so, it's so straightforward. <laughs> it's pretty good. Boom. But yeah, it's uh, a... It's... Yeah. Uh, maybe next time don't give <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> I know. It's, did we do that? You did that, right? No, you did that. I did not. You're like, we both give this. <laughs> oh. Like, what do you think, Boom. Dang? And I was like, well... No, I said, what do you think of this? Yeah, and then you're like, well, I'll give it a... You, you already gave the... And I was like, oh, you'll, you'll hear when you re-listen. Stab All right, I will. Love if, I, if I did at the, at, the, at the top, it was an accident, but... <laughs> We've been saying all over this, so, like, yes, I look forward to Stab Boy putting on all the... He cuts it, it's going to be... Boom. <laughs> Encouragement. Yeah, I look forward to keep reading this. Yeah, I'm going to keep going, too. I'm going to keep going... Boom cute because yeah it's, it's so different. it gets a double it gets a double not only mm-hmm. did we enjoy the read and recommend it that well we're gonna keep going 